Hello and welcome to the Inspire Your Life podcast series. I am your host, Arthi Wabikrisun, and I am the founder and MD of Prerna Advisory, based in South Africa. My philosophy and that of my business is to inspire others to make step changes that changes their lives purposefully and productively. Therefore, I coach, consult, capital raise and partner with all you crazy, beautiful people in the world to make that happen. Today, I'd like to talk to you about the art of self-awareness and get you started on your journey with four quick and easy steps. Now, most people start running for the hills, ducking deeper under those duvets, and actually maybe even covering your ears, pretending not to hear anything when you hear the term self-awareness. When I have asked people why they take such evasive tactics and such um, broad reactions, the responses are actually quite vast. On the one end, it's because they classify it on a time basis. I don't have enough time to be self-aware. There's just too much going on. To the other end, which is absolute disdain, um, such as, oh, there's no point. There's actually no need for me to do it. There's no benefit. Or it's really all about meditating, isn't it? And that's quite hard and useless. Hmm, there are some valid excuses there. Yes, they're excuses. We have all used our time, our level of busyness, and we typically turn up our nose at these types of things because we know better. Um, and that's our go-to um, to many things that we want to procrastinate on. But here's the question. Why is that, though? Perhaps, and, you know, there I say it, maybe the root of all of that is actually the F-bomb that we don't really want to admit. No, it's not that F-bomb. It's the other one called fear. Fear of the unknown, of actually pausing amidst our schedules, because that's not something we want to do, is it? We flounder when we stop. Um, fear of what we may find if we look really look, um, or even side glance, um, when we study ourselves for a moment, what will we see? I think in our, in our head, or at least the little voice that we hear, we're pretty much a hot mess, isn't it? Most of the time. That sounds pretty appalling, doesn't it? Why would anyone want to put themselves through that? No, no, it's better to just march along. It's just simpler and safer. Actually, that's far from the truth and it's far from simple. Every decision that we make is as a result of a complex path that actually traverses our history, our biases, prejudices, pretenses, preferences. Oh, there's a lot of P words there, isn't it? Um, and, and there's a lot of emotional um, sort of cognition that over time. Our 
sense of self or self-perception is rooted in that too. And that results in our habits forming, both good and bad, um, that play out repeatedly in different situations, in different contexts, but with the same DNA. When you undertake some form of self-awareness, you start to realize that there's patterns there that can be broken. So when you're feeling stuck or overwhelmed, um, frustrated and anxious, so those sort of negative um, emotions, self-awareness can help you um, unravel the why and the why now behind it and can help, help you transfer into a more positive state. Um, when you're flying high, for example, when you're feeling cocky or overly confident, um, even then too, self-awareness will help you understand where is that coming from? Is that warranted? Um, I mean, who doesn't want to be feeling good all the time? Uh, or is that even inflated unnecessarily? Again, you can look at the why and the why now and why is it happening at this stage? So I guess what I'm saying to you is knowing yourself should actually be a form of catharsis, um, a freedom for you to actually drop all the acts that you're playing and just be you, truly you. I challenge you to try it. And here's my four easy steps that can help get you started. Step one, bring it back down to the simplest building blocks of who you are. And do you know what that is? It's your values. Your values are the things that you treasure the most. And it's often unconsciously there because it guides your choices. It helps you make sense of the world. I could very easily give you a list of core values that you can begin with, but that's quite preemptive of me and also reactive. What I would rather prefer is you take a deep breath and you actually start listing them for yourself. I know it's not easy. It's definitely the harder route but it's truer and proactive. And it's also activating very conscious pathways in your brain. And we love being conscious of these sort of things. Now here's step two. Once you identify your values, very simply ask yourself, why do I value this? Do this for each value you have recognized. But here's the challenge. Answer the question in a single sentence. In fact, the shorter, the better. Ooh, this is sounding a bit hard, isn't it? Mm, don't give up yet. Don't. Now for step three. Once you've done that, so once you've answered, why do I value this? Take a pause and look at your response. Review it. Read it and reread it if you've got them written down, or even say it out aloud again if you've verbalized it. Pay attention to how you've actually phrased your answer. The words you've used will give you very big clues in terms of well, where is this coming from? Why did I say that? Finally, we're on step four, and this is 
the kicker of a question. I kid you not, this is not the easy one. <laughs> Why is, insert your little value here. Why is your value important to you? Hmm. That's not going to be easy to, to answer. It may take a bit of time. And you need to do that for each value that you've managed to come up with that's important to you or that you identified. The answer to this question often, yeah, will bring lots of people up short. And my suggestion um, to overcome that is really not overthink it. Try and respond as naturally as possible. You're really not coming up with a perfect answer, but one that resonates, that feels true in your gut. You almost get that sense of satisfaction knowing that you've answered it from a place of truth. So by doing this exercise, even if you've been doing it now while listening to me, you've already begun your path to break patterns and to consciously discover who you are. That's so cool. You'll typically find you may need to do iterations of this in order to find the truth, but that's fine and that's okay. Getting to know yourself is a process and it's a journey. But once you do it, it's then about assessing how your reactions and how your behaviors in recent history have been true to these values or actually have been quite far off. And that stimulates further growth, further change, and even more reflection and possibly a lot more questions. But you can always get to answering them as time goes. All of these still lead to very positive outcomes that will enhance your journey. You can do this. Absolutely, you can. I wish you well. And if you liked this particular podcast on self-awareness, please do like it and comment on it. I'd love to hear about your journey in starting the process of self-awareness. Or if you're already on the journey, where are you at now? How much have you learned or grown? Let me know. I'm keen to hear from you. If you like this particular vein of topic and you'd like me to cover something else, please also feel free to comment. Um, I love doing these types of things and I'd love to hear what would be important to you in order to benefit from, learn, grow, develop, and even for myself, I'll learn from you, listeners. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Inspire Your Life podcast. Watch out for the next one. See you next time.